Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Welcome back. I am Grant. Hey. How was your vacation? Hey. How was it? It was It was good. I uh, left when it was 67 and sunny and came back to uh, 40 and about five inches of snow. Well, so. then. Yeah. Yeah. We're sorry about that. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be 60 this weekend. Good. Grant. Yeah, it's going to be good. Everything's going to be gone. It'll be all melted. May I ask we'll- a couple of follow-up questions? Absolutely. Um... Uh, what what's it like being on a plane right now? Many people are still afraid to do that. I have done it. You have done it. A lot of people have done it. But for those who haven't and are wondering, what's it like now? Well, what's it like? It was very uh, very accommodating. For in fact, I mean, we I went Delta, and so there was the fact that there was no one in between, which was yeah, very nice. They don't, they don't book the middle Is seats. Delta, still. the only airline that doesn't book. The middle. I think there's one other that is doing it, and I can't think of who it is. Yeah, and so, but they also provided wipes as you got on. They had wipes whenever you needed them. You know, the difference I noticed there was no like drink. You know, you could they pour drinks for everybody. They give mm-hmm. you like a bag with like a bottle of water and a snack in there and a napkin and some hand sanitizer. So they made it as safe as possible. So yeah, it was fun. The flying was was a really good experience actually. The airport good. little crowded, but oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, really? Okay. It didn't seem like people were. Hiding from spring break. Let's just say that. Oh yeah, you were you were traveling during a spring break time. Mm-hmm. It was quite crowded in the airport, and where I was, it was quite crowded as well. So, a little uncomfortable at times, but still had a lot of fun with my family, and my parents. Oh, that's nice. So, that's yeah. Really good. Good. yeah. What part of Florida? We were in Fort Myers Florida? Beach, Florida. Okay. Fort did Myers. I say? Did I say Florida? Always, Donna. You've never said Florida, and it's okay. You're probably saying I know it correctly. I have. I've said it. No. No, you yeah. haven't. My friend. What was the other word you just made fun of me for saying? It was like <sighs> Maggie or something. Florida. I mean, it's always Florida. No, it was coming out of the dirt alert. And I was like, what did I do now? Oh, I forget. But listen, Donna, you made me better. I used to say open. Is that place open? Mm-hmm. O-M-P-E-N. Now I say open. And you say, thank you. Uh, thank you. But now I try to say, thank you. Thank you. Which feels super And opposite. Stupid. Opposite, yeah. So I, I say win. opposite, and you say Florida, like your Jerry Seinfeld's An orange, mom. Orange. Oh, we had Jerry, some good oranges. You never call. We're in Florida. I wonder call if they say mother. oranges in Florida, or if they say oranges. I was with my parents, so I couldn't tell you. They were from Minnesota. They were probably saying it oranges, like the like we would. But all right, I did make it to an outdoor Twins game, which was fun. Oh, who was, were they playing? They played the, the Atlanta Braves. It was really safe. You could have your mask on while you were in your seat. Otherwise, you had to walk around in the concourse Ooh. with your mask on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Why are the Atlanta Braves playing in Florida? Florida. Two, <laughs> half the league goes down to Florida. The other half goes to Arizona. That's where the two states that host. 
uh, spring training uh, games I got it. Are. Okay, yeah. I'm learning things. The Grapefruit League and the Cactus League. Yes. Did we, did we win? We lost that game. No! Uh, that would have been a better story if we won! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, okay. I'm really jealous. There is a woman on the east coast of the United States of America who paid $27 for an Ed Sheeran painting that I love. Did you say she paid 27 bucks? Yeah, so this is so frustrating because, you know, concert t-shirts are like 50 bucks, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But an Ed Sheeran fan just scored a painting for $27. Okay, so her name is Claire Fainer. She paid that much to buy a ticket for a charity raffle in which the prize was one of his paintings called Splash Planet. The raffle actually raised $70,859 for um, the cancer campaign in Suffolk, England. Okay. Nice. That's what he calls home. And so... She just won the raffle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. She said, you know, it's $27 sounds strange, but it's probably, you know, translates to that much in American dollars. It gives everybody the opportunity, which is nice. Right? To buy something like that. And then be in a drawing. Right? Yes. And And she... It's spill art, too, if you're wondering. This is very Jackson Pollock. It's very much so. Very much so. It's cool. Fun. Funky. I think it looks really good. Did you say spill art? That's what I called it. <laughs> you know, it's like you're spilling paint onto the thing. You're taking your brush and you're wow. flicking it on. Or like spin art at Ooh. the at the state fair, you know. You think you that's just... probably what I meant, right? I do. I do. <sighs> Let me look up spill art. But I'm very forgiving. <laughs> spill art. Now, it's not, you know. I think it's great. Right. It doesn't actually show it's bringing up images of Jackson Pollock if you do spill art. You know oh, we had Okay, then that's probably what you meant. We had a uh, a couple, I think a couple of real Jackson Pollocks at our university when I was working there. <gasps> really? And it was yeah, they were behind a velvet rope and it was a, a special thing and we had uh, access to them for oh, I don't know, maybe it was 3 months or 6 months and it was en route to the art department. It was a really big deal. And I remember I kept looking at it thinking that looks cool and any Anybody could do that. Okay. I, I, uh, okay, that's fine. You feel You the don't want to get into the art argument with me? I don't. Because I, I, I think the people... Okay, I'm just going to say this. All I right. think the people who do that type of art are artists who are capable of other art. That's just the way they choose to express themselves. I sure. don't think they just come out of art school splashing paint onto a canvas. I think they have like to have... Yes. I mean, yes, you and I could probably do that and make something cool, but I, I really do think that artists who have that specific kind of art have other capabilities. Thank you! I believe you, Donna. CMT Crossroads is coming back March 26th with an episode featuring... Um, Margot Price, who's a country artist, and Nathaniel Rateliff, 
Are you familiar with him? He's no. got a band called The Night Sweats. <laughs> no. I thought you said Meat Sweats. Ah, uh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is. Uh, we do have a little bit of them on collaborating on his song, which is called Say It Louder. This is a fun show, like when you get like a Dua Lipa and, you know, or or like a, what's his face, who's blinded. Blind. The weekend. Yes. Yeah. Like if you get The weekend and say a Keith Urban. They sounded yeah. like they were singing the same stuff anyway. Where, so they that did. didn't feel super crossover. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but it's back, so maybe they're easing into it. Okay. I can't wait for that. Steve, you know, Donna. Have you um, ever, yeah, okay. Speaking of that crossover, you bring up the weekend and that band that we featured on Monday. Oh yeah, Tuesday. lots of people um, asking about that. music. Travel, love. Um, maybe before the end of the show, I am Grant hasn't heard it, but it's funny. I got to feature them. Speaking of doing those mashups and making a different uh, hip hop song or a pop song sound really, really laid back and chill. Um, we had a, a miscommunication where we at the last second on Twin Cities Live didn't have a guest yesterday right before a watch, read, listen series that oh, we do. Oh, no. During the commercial break, our producer says, okay, uh, so they are not going to be able to join us. How about we do it with you guys? Uh, and then so I gave something that I'm watching. Liz gave something she's reading. And then I was like, oh, I can tell you who I'm listening to. So we got to feature them on Twin Cities Live yesterday and show some of the music video of these two brothers called Music Travel Love. Nice who shoot it in these beautiful locales. So I'm not saying, Donna, that we here are responsible for all of their subsequent success, but mm. we'd have an argument. Yes. Nice, nicely done, Steve. I'm very, very proud of you. I really think that we're having a really nice repartee right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a good game of tennis. I'm holding a tennis racket and Donna has like an anvil. No, I know. I have like a... and chain. Well, I was going to go that far. I would have said I have a pickleball racket. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> All right, we got to go. When we come back, though, we, we do have some food news. Oh, yeah, man. We got a bunch. Uh, if A lot of you like Crybaby Craig's, a very popular hot sauce right here in the Twin Cities. Well, uh, they're getting some national attention right now for very good reason. We'll tell you about that when we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. I'm wearing underwear. That is mandated by the company. Happy to hear it. I am, too. What kind of underwear are you wearing now I'm, that we're on the topic? Okay, thank you for asking. I'm actually wearing men's underwear. They're chill it. boys. I love these. I love these. They're the bamboo boxer briefs. Yes, they're for men, but women love them, too. And because I'm wearing baggy pants today, I'm like, oh, I feel so cool and soft I and know. somewhat ladylike while wearing men's Whoa. underwear. What a day it is. Here's the key. The key is bamboo. And I have to tell you that, fellas, maybe you've done this too. You've tried other underwear. I've tried underwear from other companies that claim to be king when it comes to comfort. Not even close. I'm telling you, these are legitimately the most comfortable pair of underwear that have ever adorned my trunks that are my thighs. They feel good. The waistband doesn't curl over in defeat midway through mm -hmm. the day. It's comfortable from beginning to end. You have to try them on. Once you do, you will be a believer. More info, you can find it at chillboys.com. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and food news, too. Yeah. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! 
Donna, had you heard of Crybaby Craig's? No. Oh, man. Crybaby Craig's is a uh, local company making killer hot sauce. Really good. People love it. It's at stores. It's in restaurants now. It's just, it's really, really good. And uh, made by a guy, Craig, as it were, who went to, (laughs) and Elizabeth Reese would want me to say this, uh, went to Apple Valley High School. Oh. Let's go Cougars. Or let's go Eagles. Let's I go Bears. I W-D-R-E. That's the way we like to be rowdy. Grant, do you know what the Apple rowdy. Valley Woo. mascot is? Uh, we high school here. I think it's, you might be riding the Tigers there. I'm going to check, though. Oh, oh, the colors, they're black and gold. Let me check. Okay. Uh, we'll get this. Craig did something really cool. He talked with us on Twin Cities Live about this maybe a week back, but now mm-hmm. it's starting to get picked up by... The Eagles? Mm-hmm. Apple Valley Eagles. Go Eagles! Yes! Sure, baby, sure! <laughs> Never forget your wingspan! <laughs> but now it's getting picked up nationally. So there was a Minnesota farmer whose crop of papers was badly damaged by a hailstorm. Oh. Ended up having um, that harvest damaged as it was, rescued by Crybaby Craig. So... Uh, Dana Jokella is the owner of Sagan Farm in Cannon Falls, and her pepper crop was just destroyed. This hailstorm comes through right before the planned harvest. Just brutal for farmers, right? You were so at the mercy of weather. I know. Well, one of the farm's clients Uh. was Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce, and they offered to step in and help out. They ended up taking whatever peppers could be used. Kind of think of it like a scratch and dent sale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up taking those, and then Crybaby Craig's turned those damaged peppers into a hot sauce aptly called Hail Fire. And the oh, company's owner, Craigie Weggy, said that all of the profits from the sauce is going directly to the farm. And if all goes well, they'll be able to give back forty thousand dollars to that farm. Isn't that's, that awesome? Yes, that's really awesome. And I it's really that. smart too. And the wonderful branding, right? You're telling people, look, these are damaged peppers, but we think they're still good peppers and here's the sauce to prove it. And it's got a really cool label. Just really, really wonderful. So yeah. shout out to Craig. Uh, Craig Kaiser is his name. And uh, and everybody at Crybaby Craig's. Really, really good stuff. Okay. When was the last time you had hot sauce, Donna? Never. <laughs> I think I had some hot sauce. Yes, it was sriracha. Hey, okay. I feel like your whole, you remind me of the guy from Men in Black. I feel like your whole like head would tilt down into your shoulder. You know who I'm talking about, I had sriracha at my cabin one morning. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I just put my finger on it, put it in my mouth, and was immediately had a coughing fit. And everyone thought I was faking it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't ever want that. I don't ever want to taste that again, ever, 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 on anything. Okay. Never. You know, if you don't... Now, what you did was bold. That's that's pro-level stuff. You're a novice, my friend. Right. And I so for you to do that, with like... 
it, you put it in something. Put it on food, and then it's well, not we just eating, it's straight. We were having an egg bake. And, oh, right on top of the egg bake. Hot sauce is great. But I wanted to try the hot sauce separate, so I just did a little dot. A little dot. <gasps> oh, Stick them out. And I didn't like it. Right. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't have flavor. It just has heat. Well, some I stuff. I don't want heat. That's some stuff. Other stuff does have flavor and heat. <laughs> That's what makes a really great hot sauce. I'm with you, Donna. I don't need kerosene on my meal. Right. I need something that wakes up the taste buds. Right. And also adds something to its overall flavor profile. When I was living in the New York metropolitan area... I mm-hmm. am walking! Oh, for you. You know, things stay open very, very late. It's the city that never sleeps, if you will. And there were a group of people that I worked with at a radio station. And after our air shift or their air shift, we'd get out at one o'clock in the morning and head to Chinatown. Oh, great. And they would just go and dump all this hot sauce and just sweat and suffer. And I'm like, I don't understand the point. I'm with you there. I don't like to sweat through a meal. I don't. I like to enjoy it, but I like it. The right hot sauce elevates the experience. The wrong hot sauce distracts from the experience. Oh, my gosh, Steve. Well said. <laughs> You're actually very well. It was very well said. I couldn't agree. I more, know buddy. it would have been better, though, if I wouldn't have immediately obnoxiously congratulated myself. <laughs> Moving on. What was that word that you said once that I thought had to do with the flavor? It was like Emma mommy or edamame. Umami. Yeah, I've never heard or used that word in my entire life. Donna, and now I keep hearing it. Umami. What does that mean? Lady McBoyle, all you do is boil food and have things freeze-dried. You're a weirdo. I want to tell you about this before we run out of time. All right, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) You know you can get a bucket of chicken on the way home? You guys want me to pick up a bucket? A bucket of chicken? An Arizona dad has created an idea, and I hope it makes its way to Minnesota at some point. It's called Buy the Bucket a to-go restaurant that puts together a spaghetti dinner for the whole family. All you got to do is pick it up. Imagine going and saying, hey, you know, you should pick up a bucket of spaghetti tonight. They're selling buckets of spaghetti. You can get a family of five meal for $13.95. That's a pound and a half of spaghetti marinara sauce and half a low off garlic bread. (laughs) Where do we find this? Arizona. Okay, thanks for the tip. Donna, it's late breaking news. I'm telling you, we you heard it here first. So when this arrives, we're all getting a bucket all of spaghetti right. in five years. That does sound great, actually. I wish Buka would do that. Buka the bab. What did you spend time in Italy? When we come back, we'll play a game. Give us a call. Dial on your phone, 651-641-1071. You can play the college pop culture knowledge bet on me. Bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. Game time is next. You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're going to play a little it's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I am Grant. I want smart you Stepping away just for a moment to take care of something technical, but um, Steve and I are pretty ready to go, I think. Oh. Steve, stop it. I needed to buff it so that I could bring in my secret weapon today. Oh. I brought the dog on board. Rex is by oh. my side. Hi, Rex. He's my lifeline. Look at that good boy. He's a good boy. You'll be able to uh, see this later on. We've got a YouTube channel. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's doing it. Okay. Hey. Hey. You know, I'm sorry. I had a massive problem here where my, um, my camera... Uh, wasn't it working, Donna? Oh. And that was a scary thing for me, Donna. Sorry to hear. Thank you, Donna. You're a survivor. Thank you. Almost no one talks about that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. All right. Yes. Uh, Grant is getting our uh, caller. Wonderful. Yeah. We- now, um, Grant was gone, and while he was gone, we still had to duke it out in this. And there's a new tally and a new total of where we stand. Yes. All right. Grant, I- you get that. I'll get the phone. Perfect. Yeah, the tally's twenty eight twenty one. We were just having some issues there. My phone is actually we can't get it to come through the air, so we might not have a comp- contestant today. Listen, but let me. I like it better. Okay, that let's way. see if Roy they is... always team up. Let's they see. always <laughs> team up with Donna anyway. I'd like it better without a lifeline. I had Roy call back because we're having phone issues and I can't get it to connect to the boards. So let's check this one more time. Okay. Roy. All uh, right. Roy, Roy, we'll just keep him on hold. Roy. And even if not, we'll play for Roy. Yeah. yeah, so Roy, let's just ask Roy. I'm going to ask Roy who he wants to play with because for some reason this phone will not play through the board right okay. now. I love it. So we're going to quickly ask Roy personally what he is and then who he wants to play with and then we'll come back to him, okay? okay. All right, Roy already sounds to me just like a blue-collar, salt-of-the-earth kind of a guy. And for that reason, I do anticipate that he will side with me. <laughs> he would have nothing in common with Donna. <laughs> You're probably right. that. You're probably right. <laughs> right, exactly. Roy and I just complete opposites. All right. Well, we are having some issues. I did get his choice. I told him the topic. Uh, while I was gone, I had mentioned the score is now 21. Donna, Steve, 28. No! <gasps> Roy has chosen to play with Donna after I told him that the topic is Doctor Who? Question mark. Doctor Who? Okay. Okay. Oh, I like it. This is a play on words. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a play on words. Yeah, now, uh, he is playing for a My Talk t-shirt. Excuse me. And, uh, okay, Wendy. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. We got our own little fart and burp guy over there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So now he's going to be playing. Roy will be playing with Donna. So, Steve, I'm going to ask you to step out for a minute while Donna and, right. and Roy, who's here, not here, will do the first round. I'm going to okay? play with my dog. That'll okay. be the middle video enjoyment for now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right, Donna, you know how this works. I'm going to put the music on after I ask the first question. The topic is Doctor Who, and here we go. This doctor from Brooklyn, New York, has a three-hour radio show currently on Sirius XM Radio. This doctor responds to callers' requests for personal advice and often features short monologues about social issues and politics. Dr. Laura? David Drew Przinsky, commonly known as Dr. Drew, hosted this nationally syndicated radio talk show from 1984 to 2016. What was the name of this radio show? I believe it was called Loveline. Producer and rapper Dr. Dre is the CEO and founder of Beats Electronics. What is his legal first name? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Roy will be able to help me with that. Dr. Dre is Warren Kaczynski. Warren? That's my answer. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to ask real quickly, Ray, what his 
answer might be for That's that one. Roy. Okay, one second. Okay. Roy, one second. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Steve, stay, stand by for a minute. Oh, that dog is adorable. Everybody, wait till you see his puppy. Oh, what a precious little baby. Hi, baby. Okay, sorry about that. Okay. All right. All right, we are back, and his guess for you is Andrew. That's no last name? I said, what is his first name? Oh, oh, okay. I gave you the bonus, Kaczynski. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll go with his answer then. Andrew, you're going with his answer. Okay, so let's bring Steve back okay, here with his on, beautiful Steve. Wheaton Terrier. Come on, buddy. Come on, Steve. He's putting the dog down, and now he's back. We were out in a little boat ride while we were on vacation. I saw one of your dogs hanging out off the end of the boat. I thought about you, Steve. There oh, a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier. Wheaton Terrier, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask you these questions, Steve. We don't have Roy, but we're going to do this the best we can. Here we go. You ready? Suck it, Roy! Yes, I'm ready. All right, buddy. This doctor from Brooklyn, New York, has a three-hour radio show currently on Sirius XM Radio. This doctor responds to callers' requests for personal advice and often features short monologues about social issues and politics. Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew Puzinski, commonly known as Dr. Drew, hosted this nationally syndicated radio show. Love from, Line. Okay. Producer and rapper Dr. Dre is the CEO and founder of Beats Electronics. What was his legal first name? Andre. Um, go to the first one. Brooklyn Doctor. Sirius XM radio show, three hours a day. Often features monologues about social issues and politics and responds to college requests for personal advice. Dr. Ruth? No! Not Dr. Ruth, buddy. He, she's a sex lady. Yes, Dr. Laura, which Donna got correct. As Dr. Laura was the first one. Loveline, you both got correct. as the second one. And Andre is the correct name. So, Steve, you got this third one correct for Dr. Dre's first name. Roy and Donna did not. So we're going to have to go to the yes. tiebreaker. It is tied two to two. Oh, oh God. And unfortunately, Donna, you don't have a lifeline because we can't bring him in. Let me try one more time. Let me see if I can. No, you don't this. have to. Just even up. This is it's an old back, back alley brawl. Donna, look at me. I don't want me to. versus you, lady. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> First one to say your name with the proper answer gets the question correct. We'll be our winner, okay? Okay. This doctor was a regular guest on the Oprah. Oprah. Steve. Steve. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil McGraw. Donna. Donna. Dr. Oz. Oh. Yeah. That would be correct. Nice job. Steve jumped in too early. That means Roy, who we can't talk to, got himself a My Talk t-shirt. Congratulations, Roy. Yay, Roy. So stay on hold. You're already on hold, buddy. (laughs) And uh, hopefully next time you play, we can get this thing figured out. Roy was pretty close with Andrew, he said, for Dr. Dre. I said Warren Kaczynski, Mm -hmm. probably because he said Drew Kaczynski. Oh. I was just sold on the Kaczynski. Andre Romel Young is his full name. Young, Kaczynski, mm. whatever. <laughs> All right. What well, did you guess? Uh, you're telling me that was your guess for... Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre? Yeah. Was... Warren Kaczynski. Are you playing a trick on me? No, that was my real answer. Knowing it was wrong. Yes. <laughs> Having fun. Having okay, fun. Steve. Oh, we have fun. Oh, and I we guess do. things. Today... It's hump day! Oh! Oh. Time for a tip! Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy.
tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Here are six symptoms that might be signs you're dehydrated. Okay. Bloodshot eyes. Not on the list. This is a crock. Headaches. Every day of my life. Right. Oh, Headaches. God. In the middle of the night, I've been having some doozies. 43% of people say they usually just take a painkiller. One in six, drink water. It would never occur to me to drink water if I had a headache. Oh, no. You know how when people are like... <laughs> okay, all right. My dog... Sorry, my stomach's growling. <laughs> my dog is not making ears. Come here, buddy. Come here. I'm listening oh to Anton. Gosh. He's going to tell us how we can stay hydrated. Come here. Is he doing that because you're not paying attention to him? I'm not sure. I very rarely bring him up here. He's a gentleman oh. and a scholar, and all he does is study ancient literature. Oh, he's really a cute dog. Can you wow. just not come in and let him be there the whole time, Steve? Yes! Let there him answer go. the question. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. Um, feeling dizzy is another symptom of being dehydrated. Yeah. Constantly yes. feeling tired. Dry mouth. I hate dry mouth. Ugh. I get my, I, my, I get dry throat. My worst nightmare is being on live television or, or at an event speaking and having those thick white saliva strings in the corner of my mouth. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen those? Oh. I used to have a teacher. I had a teacher who would routinely... Look, I just licked my lips because get, I... Didn't yes, <laughs> who would routinely get those. And I... I it's just gross. Had a lot it's so gross. That's like when someone doesn't trouble. tell you you've got something in your tooth. It's like, just tell me I'm gathering that. You know, you don't no, want to say something. I don't want to say that. No. That's your business. If you have something business. in your nose, I promise you, I will not tell you. Because <laughs> I feel mortified on your behalf. But you would tell me. No, I would not. I would look away and be like, she's <laughs> yeah, going to she... figure it out for sure. Yeah, but I... you could tell me. You tell me worse no. things than that about myself. I know, but that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> the other things I are for my betterment. I I can't do it. I had a someone over in the other side of the building mm-hmm. who was sitting talking to me once, and I was like, I'm not going to say anything, man. I'm just going to let this happen, and he'll or she'll figure <laughs> it out. Dude, you got to. What if you were interviewing them on television? You would what just you- let the... In- you would just let them sit there with a boogie woogie? I would start my question. I'd be like, first question regarding um, the revisions here for booger. <laughs> That's how my career would end. I'd Other be like symptoms. Dr. Evil. Austin Powers, mole, mole, Constipation and indigestion. Those are all signs that you might be dehydrated. Okay. I think my dog's dehydrated. He's He's painting pretty good He's right now. pretty darn cute. Wow. He is adorable. Is he licking the microphone? I don't know. I pulled mm. it up toward him to see. He looks he... a little bit like the um the dog from, oh, Married with Children, Buck. Do you remember, Buck? You, you would reference a pet from Married with Children. That's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Oh, I couldn't think of another dog that he looked like. That's a deep buck cut. <laughs> um, by the way, if you want to see my dog, you can go check out our YouTube page, My Talk 1071's YouTube page, mm-hmm. and uh, you can watch this. We're going to be posting the College of Pop Culture Knowledge every day, so you can play along. It's all sorts of fun. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> Everybody watch the video, okay? You can see Steve's dog. Oh, he's so um, cute. He's a little baby. All right, we got to go. When we come back, though, um, wow, some serious Ooh. topics to discuss. Um, 
something that Demi Lovato has revealed. She's got an upcoming um, documentary. That was a a shocking revelation. It played at, uh, I believe, Sundance. The documentary is going to be coming out on YouTube soon enough. But wow, a a shocking revelation about Demi Lovato. We'll get into that uh, when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk. Okay, so I went looking around for this documentary yesterday because I thought it was already out. Right. Um, The one with Demi Lovato. Um, Was it called Dancing with the Devil? I believe. Sounds correct. Well, it turns out it's not going to be out until the 26th, but I think I was seeing the same headline that you were. Oh, man. And what a, what a, Tough headline to read. We will warn you of this, but the the documentary, as you said, called "Dancing with the Devil," um, it premiered last night at the South by Southwest mm. Film Festival. Um, and here's a shocking revelation that we haven't heard before: uh, Demi Lovato was raped by her drug dealer the night of her overdose. Oh this was after he got her high with heroin laced with fentanyl oh my god she said quote when they found me i was naked blue i was literally left for dead after he took advantage of me i was literally discarded and abandoned which is just it's just so it's so tough to think about that happening to anyone happening to her and then you know, remember when the headline came out that you know Demi Lovato rushed to the hospital and yep. we're tracking that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um just to think that this was like hiding behind the headline mm-hmm. you know what I mean like the fact that she is able to come back be so open mm-hmm. about what her struggles have been and what has happened to her and live to talk about it is unbelievable yeah this is going to be a very raw documentary it seems i it's just it's so sad to see that people who who seem on the outside to have it all together at times are struggling so hard with such serious matters Mm -hmm. like this to think of her doing heroin that would never cross my mind. Right. And the fact that she's talking about it, I think is going to do a lot of good for a lot of people who are hiding things. You know, I was watching that Go-Go's documentary, and um, uh, which I believe is on Hulu. Uh, it could be, you know, Showtime, the extension. But anyway, there was a similar story where I'm watching this, and it comes out that one of the girls was struggling with heroin and how you become a liar you know, and because you're trying to hide it from everybody. And they're like, we didn't understand why Charlotte, I think it was Charlotte, why she was kind of, she didn't want to do the things that we were doing with us. She would like kind of disappear. And the fact that that woman lived to tell about that is like a gift. Yeah. You know, you know, I think of the, I think of the young women who will watch this documentary and and I mean young young ladies, you know, like teens, mm-hmm. tweens, teens. Um, if, if they watch this documentary, especially teens who could be caught up in drugs or fill in a, another sort of mm-hmm. addictive, destructive behavior, um, to hear it coming from her and for it to really be stripped raw to the point of like, this is how ugly it gets. This is how 
awful it was right. for me, yeah. hopefully would have a real sobering, inspiring yes. takeaway. I'm for, hoping she's going to do really good things with this because if you recall, before concerts, she was holding these um, mental health seminars for women. Um, now she's talking about this. She's talked about unfiltered photos of her on Instagram and cellulite and how everybody has it. And, you know, we all are in this together. If we stop with the glamorizing everything. Right. Yep. You know, I, I think it's great that that she's doing that. And hopefully she will come come out on the other side of all this terrible stuff yeah there's a phrase called uh toxic positivity and there's a there's a podcast episode Brene brown has a podcast and she recently had someone on talking about toxic positivity Mm. i saw that in passing on social media um so i haven't listened to the podcast yet but i really uh, am looking forward to hearing it because it is such a it's it's not a healthy thing. We all. I just talked to somebody yesterday who said, "Yeah, I don't ever go on Facebook because I just realized it makes me feel bad." Yeah. And what an honest thing to me admit to. Mm-hmm. And and that's because it's not actually because your life is worse than the other person on your feed or people on your feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it's because you're you're thinking that it is. You're tricked into it must be, and you then see this stuff not realizing they in fact have just as much boring time on a saturday afternoon as you do i mean talk about highly edited and and some people go on and the toxic positivity comes under posting as though you're being real Mm -hmm. but always with this drive toward it's all good instead right. of ever sharing just a broken post just to be broken right um right. and i understand i do appreciate the idea of having a gathering place to celebrate things to celebrate the good we have enough crap just look around read enough there's enough crap that you can read about and see that it's really great to have an antidote to that which is celebrating the good things but just like in that documentary the social dilemma mm-hmm. they talk about things start good but they have morphed into something different not not necessarily because of intent but because of anecdotally this is what we're seeing is happening to people who are looking at social media all the time and are running the comparison of wow they're on vacation there is that their living yes room? yes Fill in the blank yes they're perfect family Exactly. And, and, you know, and everybody knows someone who talks uh, or, or showcases something different. And then when you see them talking about the same thing that they posted about, have you ever had this? You see a really cool picture of the weekend activity and you're like, oh my gosh, it looked like so much fun. And they're like, yeah, it sucks. And it was, here's why. And this was so frustrating, but it's like a cute picture. It's better to put that picture out and be like, it was sort of a sucky day at times, you know, and there were other really great moments and we're just going to choose to focus on the fun that we had. But man, there was a lot of stress, but that's yeah. rarely the case. Well, and so many people like it blows my mind how many people are so addicted to social media. Like mm-hmm. when I'm on my phone at night, it never occurs to me. I know I realize I'm an anomaly, but it never occurs to me to go look on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram. I'm like playing a game or reading emails or getting work done. And the number of people that you try to like 
sit and watch a TV show with or have a family get together. And you're just like, look around the room. Every person mm-hmm. is on their phone. I, yeah. That's funny you say that. I took a picture of my entire family at dinner oh, while we were out on vacation last week. Yeah. And of the six of us at the table, me and my mom and the rest of them, all everybody else was sitting on their phones, just heads in their phones. And yeah. I'm like, can we just have a can you just put them down? That like, happened at Project Down and Dirty, too. I took a picture of everybody on their phones while waiting for their turn to do something. And I'm like, put the phone down. Put the phone down. I took a picture yeah. of them, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. We need to do some kind of experiment where we leave our phones at home, even just for 24 hours. You know, don't pick it up. Yeah. And pick it up, yeah? I'll pick it up. All right. Grant is going to have a dirt alert when we come right back. Now, is MoviePass coming back? Please, please, Can this story ever end? I hope not. Apparently not. Okay, we'll discuss.